Hello, Assalamualaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, where this is the podcast where you are empowering women and helping them to grow and thrive. And if you're new to this channel, I just want you to know that this channel is about mindful living according to the Sunnah. And I mean, we've heard these terms thrown out there, these trendy terms like gentle this and mindful that, but we're not just talking about modern terms here. We're take, talking about how we can take those modern terms and apply them to our life as Muslims and live as Muslims, but in this modern Modern life where we could kind of like have the, the best of both worlds in a balanced way and that is something we can do we just got to talk more about it I don't hear enough people talking more about it and that's what this podcast is about bringing the, the issues you have on a regular basis but talking about how to handle them from the Sunnah perspective or the Quran perspective and subhanAllah if you are um, like an old-timer you've been with us from the beginning or, or just you've caught us in the past couple months Jazakallah khair Welcome back, and thank you so much for all the beautiful comments and questions, and, and you guys just showering me with so much, and I really appreciate it. Please keep them coming. I really love to hear your ideas. I definitely put them into um, podcasts once I collect a couple of them that are similar, and I, and I do that, so I, I do use those. So please keep sending your suggestions. Jazakallah Okay, so the topic of today is based on one of the major topics we keep going into that you guys request, parenting love and marriage which i think probably will be the next one and homeschooling so i keep talking about these because these are some um the areas that i have some experience in and i want to share with you and the ones you're asking for so today is parenting and i love the topic of today because i think it's something that parents think will automatically happen i would say i don't know a muslim parent who doesn't want this and if you're a christian or a hindu or buddhist or atheist i mean usually people who have a particular belief system of whatever it is they tend to want their child to follow theirs so the topic of today is how can I make my child love Allah and be a good Muslim, right? And if you're a Christian, it would be like, love God and be a good Christian, right? So it's that same idea. And so this information applies to Muslims and non-Muslims, although I am Muslim and obviously we're speaking to, to Muslim moms as well. So subhanAllah, the thing I'm going to talk about today is the fact that to talk about this topic, it's not as easy as we think it is. And yet it's very easy. And I'll tell you what I mean by that in a minute but I'm going to tell you what I mean by that through two main things that I'm going to talk about today the first one I'll talk super quick and the last one will the second one will be like what I talk the rest of the podcast about and I break it down for you and exactly how to how to do it and I love when people talk to me and how to's because I don't want to hear some philosophical theoretical nonsense I want to be like how can I do that tomorrow with my kid tell me exactly how so that's exactly what you'll get if you keep listening and shout at it so the first one is and this is the rule of thumb to keep in the background is it is really true good things take time there is no quick fix so most of parenting and people have to understand it's a lot of doing the same thing really well and consistently so like kids pick kids are smart they pick up if you've been a, a kid and you've had teachers right even if you know whatever if you know if you're young right now and you don't have kids this is also really good for you to listen to because when you don't want to learn this stuff when you've already had children most of us who have had to do it that way like we're just trying to catch up but if you don't have kids and you're listening to this kudos to you because you're gonna have this information well ahead of us that already have kids so that's really beneficial but yeah good things take time and you have to do these things with your child and you have to consistently do them to get the results you want and that's actually the biggest problem that most parents have they're having their own kind of like internal stuff right we have life stuff right we have work we have um home life maybe we have family issues it's hard to be consistent even sometimes with deen with religion people have issues with their ibadah with their praying and their whatever reading quran but what about like modeling 
modeling for children good behavior like when you can't you haven't finished figuring out your own issues for yourself. So yeah, for parents who are mostly struggling because they haven't dealt with their own personal issues or they're not able to keep consistent. And this is the key because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about he loves the consistent deeds. And there's a reason because that's where you get results. That's why we're told that beautiful, beautiful piece of advice. So the second thing is everything you hear about parenting for the rest of your life. And I just want you to absorb this because it took me 10 years into parenting to find this out and I had to shift course and oh, what a difference it made. And it's kind of eye-opening because we realize how much, how much it is not just about the kids. Everything you hear about parenting, don't think about it any longer as the children's thing. Parenting is about how we can fix them, how we can do for them. It's us and them everything and what do i mean by that basically it's like this subhanallah i hear parents say things like oh my teenage daughter she has such a mouth on her and she's giving me an attitude can you give me some advice what could i do to fix her or get her to listen or oh, my toddler they're always like you know being ridiculous i can't take it they're stressing me out them 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 what can i do to fix them Right? Or I have a child and he won't get off devices. He's always on those devices. How can I get him or my two kids, them? It's always talking about them like they have an issue and they need to be fixed. And subhanAllah, a lot of times, and I, I learned this afterwards that I was so surprised what psychologists have to listen to when parents complain about their kids. It's like, subhanAllah, it's not just the kids, guys. The kids are 50% of solving the problem. The other 50% is us and what we're mirroring, modeling, giving off, teaching, showing consciously and unconsciously. So the rest of the podcast, what I'm going to talk about now is the us and them factor and how we can get our children to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and be good Muslims because it does involve us and them. It's not just fixing them or making them good. So keeping that in mind is huge, I think, in approaching this topic. And inshallah ta'ala, you'll have the best of success and your children will be the coolness of your eyes. Ameen ya Rabb. So the first one is, in order, this is the us part. I'll go over the us and then I'll go over the them. The us part is, if you want your children to love Allah, you have to love Allah first. Now, it's not enough to say you love Allah. I know you've heard this from like a million speeches of things. It's not what I'm going to go in today to today loving Allah through modeling in your every day. See, it's different to go outside as a Muslim, pray in the masjid, come home. Your kids are watching you day in, day out in your worst and best times of your day. And they need to see you loving Allah in all aspects. And me too, and myself as well. So subhanAllah, what does that look like? It looks like us following the sunnah, guys. Us following the Quran. And I want you to think about loving Allah and how, like, in relation to how you would love someone that you're in love with. And why do I mention that? I'm not talking something, you know, haram, subhanAllah. I'm talking about it because we don't often think about how much the love we should be giving Allah is. We kind of, like, shortchange Allah. Think about if you really love someone. If you really love, um, you know, subhanAllah, somebody, like, and you go away from them, you go on vacation or something like that, or you're on the other side of the world if you're traveling. You miss them. You can't stop thinking about them. You always want to talk to them. You always want to be with them. And that's exactly what it should look like in our response to loving Allah. What does talking to Allah look like? Right? Prayer. Salah. We should be talking to him. We should be praying. Our children should see us run to Salah because we love to talk to Allah. Dua. Dhikr. Our kids should hear the words of Allah on our lips. SubhanAllah. Alhamdulillah. When life events happen, good or bad. They should see us like making dua. They should see us interacting with Allah. 
Subhanallah. That's 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 the first modeling for them. And the second one is if you really love Allah, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you really love someone, then you're good with them, right? And that means in, in the terms of Islamically, that means that like you're following the rules of Islam, right? That means you don't want to displease Allah. When you love your husband, you don't want him to like see you looking bad or see anything bad from you. The same thing with Allah. So if there's any haram, any things that are harmful, that we're not doing that so great that we know about ourselves, even if it's hidden, we really need to try to get rid of it, guys. It could be like us having, you know, no patience. It could just be having like, we're cursing, listening to haram music, um, talking to people we shouldn't, watching movies on Netflix we shouldn't, and our children know that we, you know. SubhanAllah, I'm telling you, anything that's left in yourself that you know could be contrary to your belief system, guys, you got to try to get rid of it. Because your kids, it doesn't matter what you say. And there's a whole saying, I've seen it a million times all over the place, but it's really true. And my mom taught me when I was small too. Kids are going to copy what you do, not what you say. And if they see you doing that stuff, that's what they're going to do, guys. It's really as simple as that. So if you don't want your kid to do it, don't do it. They're going to see it. They're going to do it. Second, I mean, third one is, you know, if you if you really, really um, love Allah, you're going to speak well of him. If you really love him, you're going to speak well. So that means when bad things happen in your life, your kid shouldn't see you disliking the qadr that is given to you. So if I get in a car accident, right, people shouldn't see me um, being like, Astaghfirullah, haram, blah, blah, blah. why did Allah do this to me? Questioning. Alhamdulillah, subhanAllah, I should accept whatever it is and love it because Allah gave it to me. I know it's good for me. I know it was meant for me. And Allah makes the best of choices. And he is, you know, to be trusted. And the last one is that, you know, we should just like, purposefully be modeling like even if I usually pray in silent or in quiet sometimes I purposely will make my children see me do it and I make ibadah in front of them it's not a show guys I'm not faking it but I definitely do it because I know that they might not have an opportunity to see me do those things for example if those of you who know me from my mindful morning routine I tend to do read Quran in the morning before my kids are awake. So they're never going to see me read Quran their whole life. That's just, you know, that's not going to be good for them. Sometimes I'll purposely take it out in the middle of the day, even if it's just for 10 minutes, just to let them physically see me do it. If I'm going to pray, sometimes I'm praying when they're not there. You know, I, I, I purposely, if I can, ask them to come pray with me or I pray where I know they can see me because they need to see these things, guys. That's the us factor. We have to be like the Prophet, peace be upon him. That's why we're drawn to him. That's why we're drawn to this religion. His beautiful akhlaq, his beautiful character drew us to wanting to be good. Think about people that you see out there and, and, and I know that inspire you. They modeled the good that you want in your life. So you got to model it for the kids too and I do too. The last part or the second part is the them. Okay, And this is the part where it's kind of fun. You know, this part where you do stuff with your kids and it's super easy. And subhanAllah, the first one is I speak well of Allah a lot. A lot. Like I talk out loud all the time about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what does that look like? So basically it's like this. Every time I do something, I I tell them it's from Allah. And if you guys know the hadith of the Prophet, peace be upon him, when two people don't like one another, and it's kind of I, I kind of coined this off of that. I switched it up a bit. When two people don't like each other and you want the, the other person to soften their heart, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to give them a gift. Or if you wronged someone and you want to write it, you're supposed to speak well of them or give them a gift. In other words, like show um, a gesture of kindness or goodwill or, or something that's a gift. And it's not about spoiling kids or anything. I'm trying to say what I do is, when I get anything in my life that I know is a gift from a lot, it really is. Like groceries. Guys, there's people in the world with no food, right? 
clean water. That's a gift from Allah that he gave us. A car, when we drive in the car, right? I'm always making the dua, Ya Allah, you know, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Subhanallah, Sukhra, and Hada, wa I start making the dua, and then I translate it for my kids. Come on, guys, let's thank Allah for this beautiful car we have. So I'm constantly telling them, look, Allah got us these, mommy, I love these mangoes, because my kids love mangoes. Oh my gosh, you know who gave that to us? Allah gave that to us. Isn't he so good to us? I've been saying that to my kids since they're born. Since they're one years old, they can really understand language. Subhanallah, look who gave us this. Allah, alhamdulillah, let's thank Allah. Oh my gosh, guys, today we're going to get to go to the park. It's a beautiful day. Who gave us this beautiful day? Allah. Let's say, you know, you might say, oh, you know, she sounds so corny. But no, really, guys. You sometimes have to act with your children. Like, these are things in my head. I'm just going to go, subhanAllah, beautiful day. But I have to actually make a point to my child that this is a gift. So I'm purposefully modeling a love and appreciation and a gratitude. Because the Quran is based on the ones who go to Jannah, the ones who meet Allah. They're the ones who are the most grateful. So I constantly model gratitude and speaking well of Allah and thanking him. The other thing I do for my kids, there's three things. That's the first one. The second one, I have tons of deep conversations with my kids about what I see outside that's wrong. And I'm very careful about how I do it with them. Okay. So for example, let's say we're around a a group of Muslims that are not the best of Muslims. And that happens sometimes, right guys? You see, you know, kids being loud and not good in the masjid and debate the law and they shouldn't do that. Right. So I'm looking, I, I, I pointed out to my children on purpose. Not to, and I do it quietly, not in front of other people, not trying to embarrass those children, but I do it quietly and I say something like this to my child. Subhanallah, look at these kids. You know, I feel so bad for them. They don't know that this really is upsetting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is his house. Guys, come on, let's make dua for them. Let's make dua for them. May Allah guide them, may Allah help them. Nobody told them, and we don't want anything bad to happen to them. There are brothers in Islam, there are sisters in Islam. Let's make dua for them. But then I explain to my kids the ayat of Quran or the hadith where. Allah is going to end up punishing those people. And do we want to be of the people who are punished? Guys, no. SubhanAllah. And do we want them to be punished? No. They're our brothers in Islam. We don't teach our children to love our, our other Muslims. And I make an intention that even if I see something bad from another Muslim and I have my own thought about it, and we never should be judgmental. I'm not, I'm not saying that I am. I'm just saying I keep those adult conversations, even if they're between myself and another adult, away from my kids. Watch what we say in front of our kids and encourage them to pray for other people who are doing the wrong thing. Now, if it's, an, if it's a non-Muslim and I see them doing something that's against our religion, again, I'll say, guys, my kids will be like, mommy, how come they can do that? And I'll be like, oh, it's because they're not Muslim. And, you know, like, you know, but that, that's what they do. This is what we do. And I explain different religions to my child. I explain to them that this is their way of life. This is our way. We respect them and they should respect us. I explain from the beginning that we have to have this tolerance and this, um, you know, everyone has boundaries and that's what they're allowed to be. And then the last one, guys, is I do a lot of role playing with my kids. I actually act out scenes. So if I see my child, for example, um, doing something that that would be against what Allah loves or being let's say quote unquote a bad Muslim I'll be like subhanallah you know I could see we're struggling with that guys let's talk about what that could look like if it we had done it the right way I'll actually stand up and be like watch mommy and I'll and I make a joke about it and this is where I joke and I giggle and that's good with them you know subhanallah it's at some point after we've you know, obviously explained to them what's wrong and I'll be like yeah, I'll act it out the wrong way and then I jump up and I go now let's look at what it looks like the right way because that's the teacher inside of me right and my kids 
love it. My son's like, my turn, my turn. And my daughter, my turn, my turn. And then they do it. And the next time they do it again, I go, uh, uh, uh. Remember when we did our modeling? What was it supposed to look like? You did it again. And then I explained to my child that Allah always loves them. And subhanAllah, when they make mistakes, they should make tawbah. I teach my children from young guys, from like four, how to make tawbah. I do it in a in a child-friendly way. I'm not using like difficult language. But the point is, I want us just as I'm closing to come with the idea of the us and them. The fact that we first have to be like Rasulullah was for us. We have to do it for our kids. And you can rewind if you can't remember what I said. There's about four major things we should be doing to do the us part. And you could think about which of that maybe you can work on and you could try to work on that inshallah ta'ala. And with the them part, it's basically us con- me talking out loud to my kids all the time about what how much I love that Allah gave me this and thank you so much. And I mention his name. I never say mommy bought you this. Daddy bought you this. I say Allah gave us this. Alhamdulillah. And the second one is with my kids, with the them part, I do the deep conversations. I point out things and I explain to them and I teach them. They're never confused why things happen in life. I always talk about the why, good or bad. And the last one is I do a lot of modeling and role playing with my kids. And from that, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I saw the effects immediately and I do this consistently day in and day out. But I focus a lot on myself before I focus on my kids. If I'm not modeling right, I really can expect them to be right. And subhanAllah, may Allah make it easy for all of us to do this with our kids, especially in, in this difficult time. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give you the strength and the know-how. And if you have any questions or comments, please send me, guys. I really love talking to you like this. And jazakum Allahu khairan. I'll talk to you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.